Ayo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Ace. This is Fantasize Football. We are back once again bringing y'all some more fantasy football content for the 2021 fantasy football season. And today we are here with part two of the Three Little Bears, the Fantasize Football Three Little Bears ADP versus rankings. Rankings versus ADP. Fantasize Football rankings, ADP. Boom. See you later, right? We are here to bring y'all part two, but before we get into that, I did want to quickly shout out each and every one of y'all for coming by on a weekly basis, showing your boy some love and the supports. It really means the world to me. Honestly, I'm watching this channel just grow day in and day out, and and it's just beautiful. I'm watching all this like manifest around me. It's so, so very sick, and it's because of all y'all that come by, show support, dropping likes, leaving comments, subscribing to the channel. It really, really helps, and if you are new, thank you for coming by. I appreciate you giving me a little bit of your time. Honest to God, it really, really honestly means the world to me. I could not thank you enough. If at any point you do enjoy this video, make sure to drop a like, leave a comment, and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Help me reach my goal. Help me, help my boy, help us grow. Help us grow and reach that goal of 200 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. But yes, we are here to do part two. We are going to be looking at players 13 through 24 in terms of ADP, average draft position, full PPR on Fantasy Pros. And if you missed the first part, go ahead and check that out. But the reason why we use Fantasy Pros is because they have this compilation of like four different sources of ADP from ESPN, from RT Sports, Fantrax, and Fantasy Football Calculator to kind of give you a nice little smorgasbord average of the average draft positions. And I was super, super hyped to see this when I came on here today because I was a little nervous because I talked about it earlier this week. Cam Akers is obviously injured. Cam Akers is done, done for the season, but they already removed him from ADP, which is so, so huge. So these ADPs might be off just like a tad, but I will like just adjust that a little bit. So if a guy's 12.6, 16.2, whatever it may be. I'm just saying that because that's right in front of me. They're just like, you probably going to be one spot higher because now Akers is out of the picture. But the ADP probably hasn't adjusted. Maybe it has. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out as we go. But without further ado, let's get right into it. And to be honest, man, I've been freezing cold. Freezing cold since last episode. Because we're starting off with 13th overall current Average ADP of 12.6. That is Mr. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Hold on. Let me pull up my rankings here. Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers. Currently the RB12 coming off the board 12.6 on average. And this is too cold for me. Way, 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 way too cold. Because I currently have Aaron Jones as the RB12. Seven And of course, I've mentioned this. I've talked about Aaron Jones. I've talked about Green Bay Packers a lot. This has a lot to do with Aaron Rodgers, right? But Aaron Jones got the bag regardless. He got re-signed to a big money deal for a running back. So they are going to involve him heavily. Jamal Williams is out of the picture who would play on some two-minute drills, some passing downs. Aaron Jones will take over the majority of the passing down workload. A.J. Dillon is there. Yes, A.J. Dillon will probably take more groundwork than Jamal Williams did. Maybe some goal line work as well. But Aaron Jones has been very effective on the goal line. He has a nose for the end zone. And this is full PPR we're looking at. So Aaron Jones, I think, is very, very undervalued right here. 12.6 in terms of ADP. Uh, 13th overall, I'm sorry. 13th. I think I said 12th. 
13th overall, the RB10 currently on Fantasy Pros, and I have him as my RB7, so I think this is way, way too cold. I am like freezing here. For the first time, I think this is really, really way too cold for Aaron Jones, and the trend continues moving on to 14th. Currently, in terms of ADP, average ADP, 13.4. That is going to be Stefan Diggs of the Buffalo Bills, the wide receiver three, my wide receiver one. Diggs came over from the Vikings last season, went to a new team. There's that stigma when a wide receiver goes to a new team with a new quarterback that they will not immediately produce, right? At least at their their peak performance. But Stefan Diggs took that stigma, rolled it up like a paper ball and fucking kobe that thing because he came out and he was an absolute stud last season. I'm sorry, I have him as my wide receiver too right now. But again, like we just meant, like we just mentioned with Aaron Jones, if Aaron Rodgers does not come back in full PPR, Stefan Diggs is my wide receiver one. And I shouldn't say this is like like too too way too cold. Like I said with Aaron Jones, where I would take Aaron Jones probably like right after Zeke, like seventh overall. And right now, you can apparently get him at the first pick of the second round and get him in the back half of the first round. Diggs again, just like I mentioned with Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams, I probably if I have a swing pick. I would consider it depending on how the board's kind of gone. But a lot of time, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill will probably already be gone by the end of the first round. But Diggs, you can realistically get early second round. I've seen it happen in 12-team leagues. And if not, if you're really into him, you can draft him in the first. Me personally, I'm the type of cat that likes to load up on running back early. But Diggs is, outside of Devontae Adams, if Aaron Rodgers is there, my favorite wide receiver in full PPR because he's going to get a lot of volume. His team is going to throw the ball a lot and he is the clear, clear, clear as day alpha in this offense. So as the wide receiver three here being drafted 13.4, 14th overall on fantasy pros, I think that that is a great, great value if you're looking to start your draft. Running back, wide receiver, get two strong options at each position. Stefan Diggs is your guy in full PPR because there's going to be volume. And I do expect some positive regression in terms of touchdowns if he does maintain the same type of target volume that he had last season. Now, moving on to 15, we have DeAndre Hopkins of the Arizona Cardinals. Currently, average average of the ADPs here at 16.2, the wide receiver four. And I have... DeAndre Hopkins, hold on here, let me check. Well, I got all my, I do separate rankings. If you're new, I don't do like overall rankings. I just do, you know, like wide receiver, running back, uh, tight end, quarterback. So also my rankings will be coming soon. The website will be coming soon. We ran into a little roadblock. It is going to be coming soon and I will keep y'all posted on that. But I have DeAndre Hopkins as my wide receiver five, right? So I think this is, hmm, let's see, who's gone? So it's after Aaron Jones. It's after Austin Eckler. It's after, this is a little too hot for me. You know, we got a little glisten building up top, but nothing too crazy, right? It's a little too warm for me here because I'm probably looking at somebody's running back still before I would go with DeAndre Hopkins. Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, um, uh, Devonte Adams, I have in a tier above DeAndre Hopkins because Kyler Murray's coming off that shoulder injury. We don't know, 
exactly how that's going to affect him. Hopkins is still going to be the clear alpha in this offense, but there is another wide receiver that I like a little bit more than him that we will talk about a little later on. So this right here is just a little too hot at 16.2. I mean, that's not terrible because that's like the fourth pick of the second round, but he's 15th overall here. And again, like I mentioned with Cam Akers out, you kind of got to move this up a little bit for everyone. So it's really like the 15th pick. I'm probably leaning more towards running back here unless there's a huge run on running back. Um, and if that's the case, I can probably get Diggs. So I would take Diggs over him. And like I said, there is one other wide receiver I would take over Hopkins as well. So again, a little too hot for me, nothing too crazy, but Yes, let's move on to 16th. That is Najee Harris of the Pittsburgh Steelers. 17.6 in terms of average ADP, RB11. And I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to spit this off the top before I get my rankings. I think this is a bit too hot for me. I do believe this is a bit too hot for me. I don't believe I'm in my top 12. No, I do not. This is actually pretty warm. This is pretty warm. I don't think it's like horrible but it is a little too hot for me with Najee Harris there's just a few other running backs I would like more than Najee he is a guy that I'm more than comfortable drafting in the second round in the middle of the second round but there are some running backs I do like more he's going to be the workhorse he's going to be involved in the receiving game as well but there is questions with the offensive line with Ben Roethlisberger as well and if this offense is not very good then that is not good for the running backs in general because they will be in less scoring positions very potent offense last season. I hope Ben can bounce back. I'm willing to bet on Ben bouncing back and this offensive line being good enough and Najee Harris's talent shining through. But right here, 15th overall, I think we're at, right? 15th. Why running back 11? It's just a little too hot for me, y'all. Uh, I'm sorry, 16th overall, 17.6 in terms of ADP going 16th, 17th. That's just a little too hot on Najee Harris. There are a few running backs I like more. And on that note, moving on to 17th in terms of ADP. Again, we're getting a little cold here. Not as much just right. We had a lot of just rights in pot one. Pot two, we're fucking spicing things up and we're cooling things down here because this is too cold for me. Antonio Gibson, Abby 12, 19.2 in terms of average ADP, 17th overall. Antonio Gibson of the Washington football team. And I currently have Gibson as my running back 11, right? So really not too far off in terms of running back rankings, but I'm comfortable taking Gibson early in the second round. He is a guy that has tremendous, tremendous upside. Don't forget, Antonio Gibson, we have a video on Antonio Gibson. If you haven't checked that out, go to the channel, check it out. I would really appreciate it. But Gibson came out of college as a wide receiver and transitioned to running back in an offseason because of COVID with no real offseason, no training camp, no preseason games. And he came out and he was an absolute beast. You have Fitzpatrick there now, who I think is an upgrade over Alex Smith, going to target Antonio Gibson further down the field. They want to get Gibson more involved in the passing game. I expect J.D. McKissick to be relatively phased out of this offense. If he's more involved in the passing game, if he's more involved in uh, in the running game, even this season, throughout the course of the entirety of the season, because he came on a little bit more late in the season, obviously that is going to be great. I see him being a workhorse as long as he can stay healthy. The toe is a concern. If the toe wasn't a concern, i probably have him up in the top 10 at running back. I have him as the RB11 right now. So I think this is too cold, too cold on Antonio Gibson here at 17th, I think we said. Yeah, 17th overall, 19.2 average ADP, RB12. Just a little too cold 
on Antonio Gibson. And now moving on back over to another wide receiver that I think is far too hot for my liking. 18th overall, 20.2 in terms of average ADP. Wide receiver five, DK Metcalf of the Seattle Seahawks. Currently, I have him ranked, oof, boy, I might get some flack for this one because I think I'm pretty low on Metcalf. I got Metcalf as the wide receiver 10. So to me, this is far too hot. Like now we're like really sweating, right? I need like, I need the fan. I need my Mickey Mouse Disney fan. I need an ice pack on my forehead because I am burning up. I feel like I'm in the sauna. And I know people love DK Metcalf. And I do too. He is a very, very talented player. But he he hasn't been a huge catch guy. Tyler Lockett's there. You have Pete Carroll who loves loves, loves to run the rock. The touchdowns are going to be there, but I don't know if the catches will be, if the volume is going to be there for DK Metcalf to support the wide receiver five. Like I said, he's my wide receiver 10. There's five other wide receivers I would take before DK Metcalf here. So I just think this is a little too hot, not even a little too hot, a fucking lot too hot for DK Metcalf here. Coming off the board, average ADP 20.2. So in the in the back half of the second round, I'm looking more at running back or some of these other wide receivers, if anything, over DK Metcalf. And moving on here, a guy that I have above both DK Metcalf and DeAndre Hopkins, a guy that I am comfortable with, kind of straying away from my general strategy of starting running back, running back with is a wide receiver, 19th overall, 20.4 in terms of ADP, the wide receiver six here for fantasy pros, Calvin Ridley of the Atlanta Falcons. With Julio Jones, Julio Jones gone, Calvin Ridley is going to be an absolute stud. Absolute stud. He's the clear alpha on this offense. They're going to throw the ball a shit ton. Even with Arthur Smith here, this defense stinks. They suck. They're going to have to throw the ball to be competitive in games. You have Ridley, and then you have Pitts, and then it's like Russell Gage, Mike Davis out of the backfield, who is a competent receiver at the running back position, and Olamide Zacchaeus and Frank Darby, the rookie. Nobody that's going to take much away from Calvin Ridley. He's the clear alpha. He proved he can produce even without Julio Jones. Calvin Ridley is currently my wide receiver for going here at 20.4. This is I just went from like, I'm having hot flashes or whatever, because I'm, go- I'm going from like, my temperature is just up, up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. We're going from DK Metcalf where I'm burning up and, I'm, and now I'm like freezing, freezing cold. I feel like I got, I got pneumonia or something, right? I'm, I, this is horrible here. But yeah, Calvin Ridley, an absolute, absolute value. I'm cool with taking him in like the middle of the second round. If I have like a pick at like seven or eight, and I'm coming back on my second pick, and Ridley's there, there's been a big run on running back, you know, I'd probably cut it off right around, right around Antonio Gibson is probably where I would cut it off, let me look here, but I think that's probably right about where I would take Calvin Ridley, let me pull up my running back rankings, just to make sure I'm not bullshitting you guys, um, oh, we went back to wide receiver, why'd that happen, okay, yeah, so, yeah, probably right around Gibson, maybe the next guy after him. Uh, maybe, nah, I don't know. Nah, right around there. Yeah, right around the Gibson range. Like after Gibson is probably where I pulled the trigger on Calvin Ridley. So I think this is a great, great value. But moving on to 20th, we're going through 24 here. We have Joe Mixon, the RB13, 21.4 in terms of average ADP, 20th overall here on fantasy pros. I think this is a little too hot on Mixon. Um, I do expect this offense to be better, but I think they should have invested in Penny Sewell instead of Jamar Chase, strengthen up the offensive line, protect Joe Burrow, and obviously help Joe Mixon as well. 
Joe Mixon has so much unrealized potential for real football and fantasy football. He came on, had a humongous game right before he got injured last season. He should be good to go this year, though, because they gave him extra time to make sure that he was going to be okay. So I do like Mixon, but here, 21.4, there's some running backs I like more than him. There's some wide receivers I would probably even take over him. Well, I would take Ridley over him. I would take uh, I would take Hopkins over him. Maybe not Metcalf. I'd probably take him above Metcalf. But it's just there's a lot of risk here involved with Mixon. Gio Bernard's gone. He is going to be more involved in the receiving game. But I just think this is a bit too hot on Joe Mixon. And speaking of a bit too hot, holy shit, I've never done this before. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm getting up for a second. Hold on. I feel like I'm laying on a bed of fucking lava right now. Patrick Mahomes, 21st, average ADP of 22.0, the QB1. All right, listen, Mahomes is my QB1. Don't get me wrong. But 22nd in the second round? You gotta be fucking kidding me. I'm all set. I'm all set. It has nothing, it's nothing against Mahomes. He is the best quarterback in football for fantasy, I would say, or at least the best bet to be the best, you know? Um, There's a little rushing upside, elite touchdown upside, big yardage. I think he'll, 17 games. Oh my God, this this has got me bad. Elite upside. Probably could go over 5,000 yards in 17 games this season, but to take a quarterback in the second round, no way. No, sir. Not me. No, sir. Bobbery. Nope. Not happening. I would never, ever, ever do this. I wouldn't pull the trigger on Mahomes until fifth, fourth, maybe fourth round. It's positional advantage. Don't get me wrong, but the, the difference between drafting Patrick Mahomes in the fourth or, you know, I don't know, Tannehill in the seventh or eighth is going to be a few points per game. I'm just not willing to invest this kind of draft capital in Patrick Mahomes. There is a lead upside there, right? But it's just quarterback at this early is just insanity to me. I would never, ever, ever do this. So 22 average ADP, 21st overall, the quarterback one. I'm all set. He is my QB one, but this is way way this is the hottest of the hot up to this point and maybe the hottest that we will go through throughout this entire series way too hot on Patrick Mahomes don't draft a quarterback in the second round wait if you want to get an elite quarterback wait a little longer go get yourself Lamar go get yourself whoever else Russell Wilson a little later on I think Jalen Hurts has upside to be elite in four point passing touchdown leagues and in six point as well because of the rushing upside I would rather go with one of those guys a little bit later on than Patrick Mahomes here in the second round but let's move on before I have a fucking heat stroke to 22nd 22.6 in terms of average ADP the wide receiver seven that is AJ Brown of the Tennessee Titans and I think this is just right This is about just right here for me because I have A.J. Brown as my 
Wide receiver six. So I'm actually a little higher in terms of wide receiver rankings, but I generally, like I had said, like to draft two running backs early. But if all my running backs are kind of gone and the running back position is dried up, I would take A.J. Brown right here, right? I absolutely would, and I'd wait to the third round to get my second running back because I think A.J. Brown has elite upside. He is very, very, very efficient. Even with Julio there, I think this actually helps A.J. Brown more than hurts it. Again, I do have a video on this if you are more interested. If you are interested in that, go ahead and check it out. It's uh, the video about what Julio means to the Titans, the thumbnails like Julio, A.J. Brown, Tannehill, all those cats. Go check it out. But I think this helps A.J. Brown because now there's another target you have to worry about. You have Derrick Henry in the run game taking the defense away from the pass game. You cannot double A.J. Brown. You cannot double Julio Jones because if you do that, then Derrick Henry is going to run all over you or the other one of Julio or A.J. Brown is just going to absolutely burn you. And that's another reason why a little later on, I think we'll probably touch on it, why I love Ryan Tannehill so much. A.J. Brown, super efficient. Another guy with a nose for the end zone. Probably not humongous in terms of volume, but he does not need the volume in order to produce. He's a lot like D.K. Metcalf here, but he's being drafted a few spots later, right? And I think I like A.J. Brown more than D.K. Metcalf just because of the situation with all of these weapons. With Tannehill at the, uh, at the helm, you have Julio Jones, the threat of the play action with Derrick Henry, one of the best running backs in the league. So I think that this is just about right for A.J. Brown here being drafted at 22.6, if I'm correct. Look at that memory, 22.6 wide receiver seven. And moving on to 23rd, we got two players left. 23rd, we have Justin Jefferson, 22.6 actually as well in terms of average ADP, but 23rd here, the wide receiver eight. And again, you know what? I think I might give this just right. Yeah, I'll give this just right too. Eh, it's like teetering between just right and a little bit too hot. I prefer Justin Jefferson as like, if I have like a swing pick, I would probably pick him with like the first pick of the third round, right? But again, another guy that now he comes in his rookie season, sets all these rookie records. I think he will only continue to improve. Thielen is still there. Dalvin Cook is there. Kirk Cousins is still at the helm. This offense is going to be good. There's not going to be a huge amount of passing volume. This is a run first team, but Justin Jefferson should be the target leader. And hopefully we can see some positive regression in terms of touchdowns. He had 1400 yards last season. I expect him this season to exceed his catch totals of last season. Like I have him projected for 97 catches and 1500 fucking yards, man. So if he gets 10, 11 touchdowns this season, then the sky is the limit for Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. There's a whole lot of upside. There's a relatively safe floor. There is the the chance it is within the range of outcomes that he kind of falls off a little bit from last season but with what we saw from last season the upside i'm willing to take that risk and i think it is minimal risk anyways he's going to be very involved if he plays 17 games he will be an absolute stud so you know what let's put the final marker marker on it i think this is just right i would take justin jefferson right around here if running back is a little dried up i would go ahead and pull the trigger on Justin Jefferson and moving on to the last player that we are going to talk about today that is Darren Waller tight end two of the Las Vegas Raiders 23.2 in average ADP 24th overall I hate to say it man I hate to say it it's a little is it I want to say it's a little too hot, but the, the places where I target Darren Waller are generally 10-team leagues, right? 
in the third round. Like, I would take him in a 10-team league right about here. You know, because that would mean I have the 11th pick. The 10th, 11th, 12th pick. And with my third round pick, I'd be taking Darren Waller. And I don't hate that. In a 12-team league, I probably wouldn't do it because I don't value the positional advantage of tight end this early as much. But Darren Waller is my tight end, too, behind um, Travis Kelsey. I've had it that way all offseason. I've had it that way all all offseason that Darren Waller was my tight end, too. Even when a lot of people had Kittle as the tight end, too, I have him as the tight end, too. Especially in PPR, he is a target monster. He is, like... Him and Kelsey are the only, him Kelsey Kittle. They're like the only three tight ends that are real focal points of their offense, right? Where uh, it's Kelsey and Tyree Kill, Kittle and Waller though are really the main number one targets on their offenses. I do love Darren Waller. I think he's extremely, extremely safe. I'm gonna go ahead and label this t- just right because where I would be targeting Darren Waller, this is about where I would draft him. I would like to get him a few spots later, of course, but that could be said about anyone. But I think we'll end this off on a just right Darren Waller, an absolute target monster. Uh, he, he improved in terms of touchdowns last season. Uh, he's going to be an absolute stud, should have a similar target share to where he was at last season. Another guy that I've done a video on that you, if you haven't checked out, if you want to hear more about Darren Waller, go ahead, go over to the channel and check that out. Make sure to drop a like, leave a comment, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. But that's it. Let's quickly go through these players, 13 to 24. You have Aaron Jones of the Green Bay Packers, 12.6 average ADP RB10 I think that is too cold on Aaron Jones Stefan Diggs wide receiver 3 13.4 in terms of average ADP of the Buffalo Bills of course I think this is about just right I think if if anything I think it might be a little tiny bit too cold but I think it's about just right DeAndre Hopkins Wide receiver four, 16.2 overall in average ADP. Just a little bit too hot for me on Hopkins. Probably looking at running back here. Najee Harris, RB11, Pittsburgh Steelers, 17.6 average ADP. A little bit too hot for me as well. There's just some running backs I like a little more. 17th overall, Antonio Gibson, Washington football team. RB12, 19.2 in average ADP. Too cold. Love Gibson. DK Metcalf, too hot. Too hot. Wide receiver four. Wide receiver five, 20.2 average ADP, 18th overall. Too hot for me. Not enough volume there for him. Calvin Ridley, again, wide receiver six, 20.4 in average ADP, 19th. Atlanta Falcons, little too cold for me. Love Calvin Ridley. Joe Mixon, a little too hot. Cincinnati Bengals, 20th overall, RB13, 21.4 average ADP. Again, just a little bit too hot. I don't even want to talk about this one because I'm starting to sweat just thinking about it. Patrick Mahomes, QB1, 22nd in average ADP, 21st overall here. That is just way too hot. We are not drafting quarterback this early. A.J. Brown, wide receiver 7, 22.6. Tennessee Titans, of course, 22nd overall. Just right. Same goes for Justin Jefferson. Just right. Minnesota Vikings, wide receiver 8, 22.6. Again, average ADP, 23rd overall just right. And then Darren Waller, again, we let, we finished off with like kind of three just rights that like kind of teeter, at least in Jefferson and Darren Waller's case on a little bit too hot. The tight end two, Las Vegas Raiders, 24th overall, 23.2 in terms of average ADP. Just a little bit too hot on Waller and Jefferson, but yes, that is it. 13 through 24, part two, done in the books. I think next time I might kind of power through 
Uh, you know what? Actually, next time we'll probably just do round three and then I'll probably do rounds four and five and round six and seven and then we'll call it a day on this series. But I hope you guys enjoyed. If you did, drop a comment down below. Leave a like. Let me know what you think. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Guys that you think are too hot, too cold in terms of ADP being drafted too early, too late, or if they're just right, let me know down in the comments. I'd love to know how you guys feel and make sure to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Help me, help my boy, help us reach our goal of 200 subscribers on YouTube by the end of the fantasy football season. I would really, really appreciate it. Make sure to check down below for my links to my socials, to the podcast, all that good stuff. Instagram, Twitter, follow me on there. I really appreciate it. If you're listening to the podcast, subscribe to the channel. If you're listening on YouTube, hop over to Apple Podcasts if you have an Apple product and leave a five-star review. But that is it. That is all. That is all there is. Me, my boy, we are out for today. We will catch y'all next time. And as always, thank you. Love you. Peace.